everybody, this is Townsend. Thank you so much for tuning in. The goal of this podcast is to cover a vast variety of topics regarding mental health, struggles, share people's stories, and hopefully remind you that you're not alone. I hope you enjoy. I'm about to chat with Lee Hammock. His Instagram, Facebook name is Mental Healness, which I love. Super cool. So we'll get him on here real quick. Lee is going to hop on here. We're going to chit chat about narcissism, which I'm super excited about. So what I read, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the research that I read said narcissists typically go to therapy for like depression or anxiety, and they report feeling like super empty and that they're failing and their lives are falling apart, mm-hmm. um, but they don't go because they say, oh, I'm not right i think most people who would go to therapy and end up getting diagnosed if nobody forces them to go would go would go to therapy because they are feeling depressed or you know unfulfilled and you know overly aggressive and ra- have anger issues and things like that so i do agree that nobody would just go to therapy it's like damn i'm a narcissist let me go to therapy so, <laughs> Dang, i'm the worst yeah no absolutely yeah. we were we were talking about uh after you got kicked off talking about how narcissists, like you said a little bit before, uh, you look it up and you read it and some of the narcissists you know, you're just like, oh, they're the worst. But there's the difference between the self-aware narcissist and just unaware, like bulldozing, bullheaded narcissist. I feel like there's a difference in those two, right? Yeah. So just me, just being self-aware, uh, but so let me clarify this. There are, are a lot of self-aware narcissists. I'm not the only one. I'm probably the only one doing it like this at this level, but I'm not the only self-aware narcissist out there. You know, some people, you know, I've had a lot, I've had, actually had a few self-aware narcissists reach out to me and say, I'm adding to the stigma of narcissists. They're like, you're doing us a terrible disservice. You know, <laughs> Call I've got, yeah, I've gotten, uh, I've gotten arguments on my, on my Instagram page, but they, they start trying to troll me and stuff like that. And just being weird. Wow. And like, I'm out here in the public eye. It's yeah. like you, you doing those skits or just showing the bad side of narcissists. Like you're not helping us out at all. Sure. I was like, I was like to, to be able to help people and to let people know that I'm authentic, I have to kind of steer into the skid of toxicity to show people that I am a legit person with yeah. this battling that is battling this mental illness as well. You know, so I have to steer into the skid of actually being a narcissist. Like, hey, look, this is what I do. This is what I've done. And I just admit some of the faults and stuff that I've done. I can't go in here and pretend I'm perfect. Like, hey, guys, I'm a narcissist. I'm a nice <laughs> narcissist. I've never done anything wrong. I'm just diagnosed, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody commented that different t- uh, categories of narcissists. Absolutely. That's just like with anything. Anxiety, just to take one. There's like an umbrella of any type of diagnosis. There's going to be tons of different. And just like with any live stream, I always say I'm on here uh, to make things better, not to be right all the time. Right. So just because mm. talking to you doesn't mean every narcissist is going to be the same as you. It doesn't mean oh, hey. everything that you do is what they're going to see. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so here's a question I have because personally I've not seen it. Everything I've read doesn't say it's really possible, and that if it is, it's a ton. Of, but I know you've got a wife, got one or two children, right? I have three. Three? Oh Lord, adding to yeah. the book. Okay, yeah. so can narcissists truly care for somebody? Because I know all the research and the personal experience I have. Add, they typically stick around when they can use somebody, 
when somebody mm. their ego and they actually talk about people being their pawns but they use people kind of in their own way uh to get what they want so yeah. that might be a loaded question but can narcissists truly care for people like emotionally connect so i would say i would say yeah it just depends on the type of narcissist like your average run-of-the-mill narcissist like myself i can care for people i can love people i can you know, be affectionate you no know, the empathy might be a little bit lower but if when you start sliding a little bit to the to the right when you're talking the sociopaths and the psychopaths is when people they think that they are just narcissists too like when you get when you're dealing with a psychopath like this is a narcissist he can't love care or whatever so you automatically think that all other narcissists can't love can't care can't do all that stuff like it's just really the psychopaths like the narcissists i know like i'm going live next week on my youtube with a uh a di another diagnosed narcissist a woman it's like she's like literally taking care of grandma her grandma's on hospice and just on her deathbed and she's taking care of grandma now because she loves her, her grandma you know and she's scared to like come out and be public with her stuff because she does you know she does doesn't want to be she sees, she sees the stuff that i get sometimes and she's like i don't know how you deal with that you know so i can i can deal with that type of stuff that, that's kind of scares me i'm like i don't like what are you gonna do you know <laughs> well, I, I love that about you. Um, people are going to troll. It doesn't matter. I try to do good stuff on here. Sometimes I get trolls. It doesn't matter. People are just mm. to bring you down. So I love it. I love what you're doing. In case you don't hear it enough, thank you for coming out. I mean, educate like me for all these followers. People, mm. people know. Um, okay. Another question I had what are some red flags to be aware of regarding narcissists? So something you touch on a lot on your pages is dating narcissists mm -hmm. to kind of get away from, but what are some red flags when getting to know somebody and you're kind of like, eh, <clears throat> if I should settle? I always say slow down, you know, yeah. because we live in such a society where everything is so fast. Everybody, you want everything so fast. You want, you want speed. You want, you want the, the wife, the kids, the husband, the house, you want everything so fast. And I, you know, from the books and stuff I read, people typically refer to that as a, you know, we live in a microwave society. It's instant, you know, instant gratification. We want that instant love, instant everything. So slow down, you know, and that's why I say slow down because I always say that speed, speed literally is the weapon of a narcissist. Like just speed, like going fast is how a narcissist hooks you in and gets you hook, line, and sinker. Because when I'm doing my one-on-ones or I'm talking to people, they're like, oh, the love biting was vicious. Like it was just an un unlimited amount of love for the first like month, two months, three months. And then when they finally got me, we finally moved in together really quick or they proposed or I got pregnant or whatever, then they changed. <clears throat> yeah, man, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, um, personal experience, that is definitely one. They're always in a hurry always taking risk and just boop, 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 boop. everything's yeah. um, and everything's fantastic and happy and fun all the other stuff you know because they like they literally giving you everything that you want because you told them you wanted it. you know it's like oh this is what i like this is what i want to do this is this is how i see my life in five years this is actually why i'm single i haven't found a person to do this for me and then like that's great because i do that all, all the stuff you say you wanted i actually do that stuff that's my favorite <laughs> stuff to do you know, and then you end up you're like, I don't know how I fell for it. Like, you know, you kind of fell in love with yourself. I, I had a one on one with a, a lady yesterday and she was like, he just mirrored me. And I realized that I had felt just falling in love with myself, all the qualities of myself. 
I thought I, he had mirrored those qualities and I really just fell in love with myself. And then she went on to say that she was sad because she thought there was a person she was going to spend the rest of her life with, you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm like a good reframer. I was like, well, you kind of, I was like, okay, stop. I like, look, I said, listen to what you just said. I said, you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with this person. And you said he mirrored you. So were you not going to spend the rest of your life with yourself? You know? And yeah. she was like, Oh my God, I didn't think of it like that. Well, like, yeah, you, you literally, this is, you know, you didn't think of it that way because like we're you are so enmeshed in this relationship you were so hurt and lost and stuff like that and some some of this stuff is just like some of the one-on-ones like everybody's story is different but everybody's story is also the same it's just like it's like crazy i'm like what how you know <laughs> how how yeah. stuff he posts i'm literally dumbfounded like there's some crazy stuff he posts that people go through and they stick with it i'm like girl run because because and the main reason people stick with it because they they think people most a lot of these people are just afraid to be alone they'll say it's a trauma bond they'll say it's stockholm syndrome and things like that but a lot of people are just like afraid to be by themselves and like you know they would rather go they would rather suffer through the pain of being in this this relationship than suffer through the pain of being alone for a little while you know and you know i've I've heard the i've heard the phrase at least i'll be married like my fiance is 100% narcissist that physically abuses me, um, um, stonewall, silent treatment, you know, mentally abuses me. What do I do? I was like, well, you don't marry that person, you know? So, but then what? What do I do? I just get a ring back and what? Like, but at least I'll be married. I was like, wait, what? At oh least, my goodness. At least you'll be married. You said, like, it's just the mind. It's just like people get so enmeshed and trapped in these relationships, you know? And I, I'm I'm on the other side because I'm actually a narcissist, so you know I know what's going on. I know how I I know why they feel the way they that they are feeling, and you know, it you know it sucks. You know, like I said, I've I've I had some uh, a one on one. As I've had, I've probably done like hundred. I've done hundreds of one on ones. It's kind of crazy. Um, and like I said, everybody's story is different, but it's still kind of the same. You know, also the same. I like just look, chill. This is what's going to happen. And people are like, I think people get on the one-on-ones and they doubt me sometimes, but then I'll, I'll predict them and they'll send me a message like, oh my God, it happened. You know, yeah. you said it's going to happen and it happened. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to, to, to lie to you. If I lie to you, it, it wouldn't be me. Like if I'm going, if I, if I'm going to get, if I'm going to get on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube and lie, then there's no point of me having a platform because I can just do that in my real life. You know, yeah. I can literally just go out here and lie in my real life. I want to yeah. be, I, I want to be honest and show people that are narcissists like myself, that you can actually be honest and everybody won't hate you. Like some people are still gonna hate you. I mean, some, some people hate me. Like, um, well, I got a, uh, like, I got a comment on my YouTube, you know, YouTube filters comments. I go to my little filter comments sometimes, I'll see like the meanest things on there. And I, I was like, I think you think you're hurting my feelings, but you're actually hurting, you, you actually make yourself look foolish. Like, cause, yeah. and like, you know, and people t- tend, you know, people tend to take what I say and, just manufactured and hurt themselves with it because i'll say some stuff like a woman said i call bs on what you're doing my narcissistic ex used to beat me and love to do it all of you are the same and i just literally responded to her i said i'm not your ex yeah she screenshot me saying that and went on a tangent on tiktok she's like look at him he thinks he's better than everybody i like all i literally said i was better than your your physically abusive ex which i am i still i stand behind i stand on that yeah i I still am yeah Sure. That's terrible. Well, I hate that you have to deal with that. Do you feel like, okay, so this is a question I had. 
do you feel like some people are born narcissists or do you feel like they have that gene or do you feel like it has more to do with environmental raising? Um, so I'm like, I said, I'm, like, I said, I'm like, I think this is why people, there's like scientific narcissists out there. Like, uh, I guess what's the dude's name? Uh, uh, Vaknin, he's like a psychologist that is a self-aware narcissist. I guess uh, let's do HG tutor. I guess they get a little bit more scientific into it and can explain it a little bit better than me. Cause I don't like, I feel like I have both a little bit of components of both because in my, my upbringing, so, you know, I, I experienced the childhood trauma that made me into a narcissist and I didn't really have a relationship with my dad. So I'm just like, my mom, my mom's not a narcissist, but my dad is kind of like, I, I don't know, you know? So like, but he wasn't around. So maybe he is a narcissist. So, and I never knew his dad, you know? So I was just like, what's going on with his dad? His dad died when he was younger. Yeah. So I started digging deep. I got on ancestry.com and whatever. And, uh, I started looking, I look, I try to find my family. I was like, let me see. I, I know my grandma's name. I know his name. I know my aunts and uncles or whatever. So I'm going to find, I'm going to get as detailed as I can with this. So I got, I ended up getting on ancestry.com and um, finding my grandpa's death certificate, you know, which is amazing. And like his cause of death was suicide. So, you know, so he, so he literally got up at 530 on a Monday morning, went into the bathroom while his wife and three kids were asleep and shot himself in the mouth, you know? Goodness. And so could they have traumatized my dad and made him abandon me right. because he, because he has abandonment issues. So could that be hereditary? Could that be considered hereditary? Or could they be considered like some environmental stuff? Like I know people I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So you get sure. to that point. I'm just like, maybe, you know, maybe it's a little bit of both. Absolutely. I think, uh, so the things I've read, obviously, as I stated before, I am not diagnosed myself. I cannot speak for them. However, um, I've read a bunch of stuff. I've done a lot of research for this and I have personal experiences from other people. Um, mm. I feel like it's a little bit of both, honestly, because I feel like mm. the mental health issues, so like the depression and anxiety, things like that, that can be hereditary. So mm. like committing suicide. So he was suicidal. Maybe he had a massive depression, chronic, that can mm. be a family tree. And then it also causes that trauma with his dad so that can be a little bit of environmental and then it just kind of mm. goes down that family tree mm. however everything i've read because of you like being self-aware and you taking action and actually staring it in the face and doing all these things if you can keep doing that you can stop that family tree completely mm. which and that's I what i want to do oh, cool. if yeah. i say it ends that's why like i'm here to try to end generational curses not only in my family but you know in other people's families because like if i can get you know what i mean because i love you know the narcissist yeah, if you on tiktok it's called like narc talk it's like narcissist tiktok it's like a whole section of tiktok that's literally just dedicated to narcissistic abuse or whatnot you know so yeah it, it's, it's actually crazy so there's a lot of people on there who do you know narcissistic abuse recovery coaches and whatnot like life coaches to help people get through that situation you know and all of them i, mean, I appreciate all of them everybody has their own point of view and everybody has their own skills and talents at, at doing that which is great because they help survivors get out there get out and stay out and be you know and live better lives but that's good fine and dandy but guess what the narcissist who did that to them is going to do it to somebody else you know, right. so that so yeah, you you are helping solve that. But like, if I can speak to another narcissist on in narcissist to narcissist level, and I can help them, that person get into therapy and stop doing that, then I can save not only the narcissist from from hurting other people, 
maybe that narcissist would have has kids that he can stop the generational curse in his family and not that the next person he gets with this or she gets with their significant others don't fall into this trap as well you know Absolutely. so it's so i can i feel like i can stop it on that end on, on that end of things you know because you can you can you know you can see you know, you can, how do i put it without saying sounding disrespectful you know <laughs> i don't know i mean i get yeah. it like, um yeah yeah absolutely like i said i've dealt with it personally and my goal is to cut that off i don't want mm -hmm. any that. i'm trying to cut that branch away from me and i've actually yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is super interesting so one thing i did i went to therapy and my first thing i was like listen i just need to know that i'm not like that mm -hmm. they said you're here you care you're not like that i assure you and so uh. I found out like going to therapy and talking to other people and doing a lot of research is the more we push it away and ignore it and try to not be like those people, mm. those are the people that end up like it later in life, which is bonkers to me. Right. Cause like, yeah. you think about, let's think about one of the narcissists that you've talked to and they had a kid and the kid comes to you later in life and he's a narcissist now. And he's like, I don't know why I hated my dad. I had nothing to do with him. Mm. I tried or everything about him and try to do everything the opposite of him but mm -hmm. in reality you didn't face it you didn't feel the pain and you kind of got a feel to heal right mm -hmm. you got to feel it and it's, that's one of the weird things I, that's one of the weird things that i kind of like going through you know when i do have to go through bad situations i kind of you know there's a part of me that likes going through pain sometimes because it lets me know that i'm alive i can feel it you know when my wife left and i was crying on my bathroom floor I kind of started recording myself. I, I want to remember this for later, you know. Like the next time I go through, this, I want to let let myself know that I'm actually human and I can feel. I'm not like a narcissistic robot out here hurting yeah. people, you know. I can actually feel the pain and go through stuff, and like it, it helps me develop, you know, the ability to care about people more and like see what people are coming from in in situations and stuff like that, you know, because you can only lead people where you've been to. So I'm just like, you know, let me help these people out. I had to go through some pain and suffering and stuff like that. You know, sometimes I got to feel the hurt. I don't, do I want to feel the hurt? No, I don't like, I don't like, I don't want to feel it. You know? <laughs> Once you feel it. Yeah, no, you got to go through it to get through it. Um, and I have found that out myself a thousand percent about it, that they just get, they bury the rug. And I'm like, man, the best thing I could have ever done was to go to therapy do some research and just like let it all out you can't hold it all in forever right mm -hmm. um okay so you broke out really bad you had bad reception when you were talking about your wife um would you mind going over again she left you mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about that like i said you touched on it earlier but you're fucking it out <clears throat> about it oh so yeah she dipped out you know because you know i've been going to therapy and i think a lot of people this this is why i say a lot of people ask, like, if he goes to therapy, will our relationship work? If she gets into therapy, will our relationship work? Uh, it's not necessarily a guarantee if they only go one one therapy session is not enough. Yeah. They have to commit to going to the therapy for an extended period of time, maybe for the rest of their existences. You know, you think so if it's tough to get them to one session, how are you going to get them to go at least once a month for the rest of their life? You know? So me personally, I actually like going to therapy now, but like in, in the in the beginning, that my intent wasn't to keep going to therapy. I, you know, I thought I can go to therapy a couple of times and get in and get out. You know what I mean? But it's not like that, you know. So, um, 
the original time I went to therapy, like I said, I joined the Facebook groups and whatnot. And they, the Facebook groups actually helped me get into therapy because it helped me like, I didn't know how to get in therapy. I, my wife left me and I was just like, I, I looked up narcissist personality disorder. I'm like, damn, this is me. This is legit me. This is who I am. I'm like, it made sense to me. I was had been looking for answers. I had an answer. I'm like, I'm a narcissist. You know, I'm like, damn. Yeah, and it was like back in 2016, well, 2017, it wasn't like like it was now. I can say I'm a narcissist and nobody would like villainize me now. You know? But like <laughs> 2017, I was like, cool, this is just something I had to deal with, you know? Yeah. Um, so I joined those groups and those groups helped me. There was like a bunch of diagnosed narcissists in there, you know, and those groups helped me get into therapy. And like so my first therapy session, I was sitting there nervous and whatnot, you know, but like. I'm always like, I'm always like been reading, read, I read a lot of books. I listen to a lot of, you know, I read a lot of books. I listen to a lot of like personal development stuff because like I said, I've always been searching for answers and trying to be ambitious and get out of this mental funk that I'm always in. Like how the hell do I get, get out of this funk? It's like, a, I'm in a forever funk. Yeah. So I'm all, I'm all on Tony Robbins and Les Brown and, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, I, I'm on everybody. Um, so I was listening, reading a book one time. I cannot think of what book it was for the life of me. Cause I, I, like I said, I read a lot of them. And one, a poem came up in the book. It was like by uh, Hiroki Marashami. Um, it's a poem about the storm, about going through the storm. And I loved that poem. I paused the book. I Googled it. I, like, I found a picture of it. And I screenshot it, put it in my phone. So I like, this is my story right here. Like, I, Cause it's, it's talking about going through the storm and the storm changing you. And you're not even knowing, if, you're not even knowing if the storm is over, but like you went through the storm. Like, you know, you went through it, you know? Yeah. And that was my favorite poem. And I was in my therapist's office, like rocking back and forth, nervous as hell. And I look, I look around the third, I look around the therapist's office, and that poem is on the wall. You know, oh, wow. it called divine intervention, faith, whatever. Uh, you know, right. and it was on the wall. Like, damn, I'm supposed to be here. This is where I'm supposed to be at. And is that, is that gonna happen to y'all's narcissistic exes or boyfriends or husbands or girlfriends? Whatever? Probably not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> But it happened to me, you know, so I, from that point in 2017, I've been going to therapy for a very long time. Um, but like I tell people this, though, when I stopped going to therapy, my relationship suffers. It literally just suffers. You know, COVID hit, you know, uh, 2020. So I've been in therapy for over over three, over uh, two and a half years in 2020. So COVID hit, the, the year changed over, and my insurance company changed my 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 not my uh, my therapy deductible. It went from like ten fifteen dollars an appointment to like hundred and fifty dollars an appointment. You know, I'm like, man, you know, I got a key. I'm like, oh, that's a look. Yeah. Maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't need therapy as much, you know. Yeah. So I didn't, I was like, instead of going once a month, I started going like once every three, four months, you know? So I didn't go December, January, February, March. And your wife? My wife left me in April. She, 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 oh, she no, dipped. that was... Yeah, yeah, she left. She, so she, she, yeah, she dipped. I was left. Yeah, she left in April. <laughs> that's a terrible joke. My bad. No, no, that's funny. It's funny now because I've been through it. I'm like, let's see, I, I went through it. It's funny to me that if I... I, I had, like, so I add humor to a lot of stuff that I do because it helps break up the tension, some of this, this deep stuff, you know. Yeah, she did. I came home, you know, she was gone. Like, you know, the whole house empty. The house so empty, it echoes. You know, like, like you just bought out, like, hey, 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 hey. You look at here. Damn, you know. And I was just like, damn it. I knew I, I knew, I, and I knew it was me again. I was like, it's me again. And she left again, you know. So therapy does not keep people unless they keep going to therapy. Like, so if you are in this chat and you want, you want to know, if your narcissist, if, if the therapy is working or should you trust them or take them back, are they still going to therapy? Because like I said, even when I stop going to therapy, my relationship suffers, just 100%. And I've been self-aware of this thing for over four years, almost four years now. 
and my relationship suffers. So I have to go once a month now. It's on auto drop. Now it's on auto drop. Like that, don't even see it. So if I don't see, if I don't see the charge, it don't hurt as much. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that just helps me. You know, and like I said, I go to therapy and get like nuggets. You know, and my therapist, like she kind of looks like my wife, and I think I subconsciously pick somebody who looks like my wife. So yeah. it felt, it kind of feels like I'm talking to my wife when I'm in therapy. You know, yeah. so I can be open and more honest and just feel like I'm talking to my wife and getting stuff off my chest. Yeah. So that helps. Yeah. Uh, so my personal experience, the first I knew that you have to go to therapy last, last draw. We're married, have to go to therapy, have to work on them. They drove them, got them to therapy, came out and was like, I was, I was good. He told me I was fine. I was healed. And actually the problem was you. Oh my God. Yeah. It's yeah. just a common thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that didn't go over very well, needless to say. And that's, yeah, that wasn't me personally, but, um, somebody very close to me telling me that story. So, okay. So, um, I had a lot of people, I posted something that was like, do you want to ask Lee any questions? And I got several. So I picked out a handful of them. Is that cool if we answer a few? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, do you have a twin? Yeah, I was one brother, yes. Okay, so a bunch of people been commenting on here and they asked if your twin was a narcissist. No, he's not, he's fine. It's just okay. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. Normal. It's good. Yeah, the the trauma I went through he didn't he didn't experience. So oh, okay. wow. little little tweaks. Wow, okay, very interesting. Um somebody wanted to know if you were bad with finances. Uh impulsive. I'm actually, come in. No, I'm, I'm actually I'm I'm I can be impulsive at times, but I'm very, very like I'm cheap, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have a good job. I'm actually, uh, actually a realtor, you know, okay. I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm actually a realtor in uh, North Carolina. Um, a realtor, like this right here, like if you look in the back, this is my, my little reselling eBay shop, you know. Love it. So I own a laundromat. I actually, you know, I have like five different businesses that I, that I do, you know, so yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm bad with finances. Uh, you know, I, I get nervous. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, you know. Yeah. I love it. Well, very yeah. good. Um, okay, so here was a question somebody asked. Can you remain friends with an ex that's a narcissist or is that not a good idea? Do you need to cut ties completely or can y'all stay friends? I would cut, I was just say, what is the point of staying friends with somebody that hurt you so badly like, and did you so wrong? Like why are you, this is kind of still allowing access to you. You know what I mean? Unless you want to see them glow up and do better than you and use the stuff that you want. Like it's pretty much like you're willingly, a willing participant in them treating somebody else better. Hey. I got a date. Can you help me plan this date? You know, yeah. I know I, I know all our dates are terrible and I want to make this, I want to do this right. Can you help me? You yeah. want to go through that? You know, sure. she's like, this is the love of my, this is the love of my life. I've never felt this way before. Can you help me out? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you want to remain, yeah, you want to remain friends with that? <laughs> Be a, by all means, you know. By all means, and yeah. Then, look, and then like, there's another thing too, they, they'll start trying to sleep with your friends. Hey, we're not together anymore, so I should be able to sleep with your friends, right? You know? I wow. thought you wanted the best for me. Yeah. She's the best for me, you know? Yeah. You want that, you want that to happen? Go ahead. Be, feel free. Have, have, okay. have at it. <laughs> well, that sounds, let me sign up for that. <laughs> um, okay, so I had somebody, they said they'd message you a lot of times, hadn't heard back, and they sent a long thing, and for some reason it deleted all my messages, but they live in the U.K., they said that they'd watched all your things and they found that they felt like they were a narcissist. But when they went to the doctor, the doctors all told them, you're not a narcissist. You wouldn't be here if you were one. And so she came to me like, I don't know what to do. I've gone to the doctor. I've watched Lee's videos and I know that's what I am. 
I relate to everything, but she couldn't get in anywhere. So she was mm. wondering, what do you do now? I think I know who you're talking about. Well, I get, I, I think yeah, people would get I, mad I, at me when I, I, don't, when I don't respond sometimes. Like I literally, I can, I, I'll put my other phone out and go, y'all can go through my inbox. You can see how many messages yeah. I got. You're like, oh. okay, never, never mind. You know? So yeah, I get a ton. I like literally get a metric ton of messages, like literally every day. And like I said, my I get a I get a ton of messages on my Instagram. My my TikTok is like, I have four hundred thousand people on there. So I you know, their inbox is insane. But I, I, I think you know exactly what you're talking about. I just forgot about that person a little bit. Um, not intentionally, you know, like I said, not, of course not intentionally. No, but. That's what, well, I told her that. Um, I mean, you you basically have a business like this is. I can't imagine how busy you are. Um, but yeah, what do you do? So you go to the doctors, they tell you, eh, don't worry about it. I mean, I feel like maybe she should just reach out to therapists at that point. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that person, um, I feel like you should definitely reach out to somebody different. Like, I don't, like I said, in the UK, I, I'm not 100% certain what you, like said, I'm not, you know, I'm in the United, I'm in the US. Yeah, so it's right. little, it's little, and so it's a little bit harder for me to kind of give advice on that because I, I, I don't know how the system works over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but online resources, like I'm about to start a, my ex about to start a Facebook Facebook group, like the group that I was in originally that helped me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm about to start a group like that again. Cause like this, those groups still exist. But like I said, when I was in those groups a few years ago, it was only like a hundred, 200 people in those groups. Yeah. Now it's like five, 6,000 people. Wow. And, it's, and it's not just narcissists anymore. It's narcissists and survivors and stuff like that. And it's like, cool. it's literally people pitted against each other in there. Like, uh, an empath will come in there and post something like they had a bad experience with a the narcissist. They'll come in there and just try to bash everybody. And oh. then you you in a group full of narcissists that you're gonna get attacked. And then it's just like, hey, what's the point? You know, I'm just like, this is you know, there's no healing here. It's literally just like pointing fingers and attacking each other. Now, I'll drop in and drop my YouTube link in here. Like new YouTube, and I'll get in and get out. You know, I I run through like YouTube. You know. You know. I love like, it. Even when I did that, even when I did that, yes, somebody tagged me like. I feel like you have more to offer the group than self-promotion. I was like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, I am a narcissist, of course, I'm going to self-promote. Like, you're in a narcissist group. What do you think, you, what do you think is going to happen, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But, um, so a lot of people ask this, which I feel like you kind of touched on that, but the turning point for you to seek help, I feel like you already said, it's kind of everything falling apart. Your wife left, uh -huh. took, her, took your kids and everything else. And uh -huh. um, so, Okay, this one's kind of deep, um, and I thought about it, and I read about it, and I found it super interesting, and I am curious your perspective on it. So somebody wrote, and they said they wanted me to ask you, so narcs are typically truly very insecure on the inside, and so um, they come out like just a bull in a china shop trying to like gaslight everybody, make everybody else feel bad, but really on the inside, they're the seven-year-old child that suffered through something and they're very insecure. And so they wanted to know if through healing and therapy and reading, do you feel like that's helped those insecurities or maybe validated your self-worth a little bit more? Or was that something you struggled with? I mean, I still struggle with it now. I would say I'm still insecure now. So, but so the, the areas where I feel insecure at, I, you know, I go above beyond to try to protect myself a little bit more than what I was used to, you know? So nowadays, like, you know, I used to be insecure about my hair. So I grew my hair out, you know, insecure about my teeth. So I got my teeth a little better. I used to be insecure about my weight. So I lost 80 pounds. You know what I mean? I used to be insecure about my, my I used to be insecure about my education. So I would have got a degree in engineering. You know, I'm just like, 
I, I used to be insecure about my finances, so I got five businesses. So it's just like all my insecurities, I'm trying to seal up those holes. But I, of course, I'm going to find another one here soon. So it's like it's always it's perpetual insecurities that you always trying to patch up the holes. And you want you don't want people to know those are insecurities of yours. So of course you cover it up with grandiosity, and you you know you accentuate you accentuate all your other characteristics, all all the other stuff that you have patched, the holes you have patched. Like hey, look, I lost eighty pounds. Like I'm kind of fit now. So yeah. don't notice don't notice my teeth. Look at my muscles. Look at my one. I'm flexing. Look. I am flexing. <laughs> yeah, look at me. You know. <laughs> I was I was gonna say uh, I was gonna message you. I love your hair. Dreads are amazing to me. I, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I do it myself. What? <laughs> yeah, I retwisted myself. Yeah, I'm cheap, so I had to learn how to do them. It costs a hundred dollars to get them retwisted. Yeah, I was like, what? You said I do it. YouTube. Okay, I'm, in, I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm thoroughly impressed. Yeah. I said YouTube. <laughs> how do you do her? You know, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so somebody's that is actually several people have asked while we've been talking, do you feel like typically both parents of a narcissist are not loving or kind of detached from their children? Or do you feel like it's typically one? How do you feel like that kind of goes down? I feel like everybody's situation is, is specific to that, that person. And, you know, because everybody, everybody comes from different backgrounds, different uh, socioeconomic standing and stuff like that in different communities, different communities, different religions. Everybody has different roles to play. So like I said, narcissists can be created through both parents is not just just giving you too much you don't hear you never hear no you know so when you start hearing it as, a, as an adult you're like what, what you say excuse me what no what does that even mean you know <laughs> you don't you don't know that word so yeah I, one could be a one could be a narcissist both yeah. or they both can just you know give you too much you, sure. you know too, too much affluency you know yeah that's so what you, something i was reading in all these books i was looking at that's the crazy part. So you can get the same diagnosis, narcissist, from your parents, like, abandoning, leaving you, not giving you any attention. So as a child, you're just, like, screaming for any kind of love and affection. So when you grow up, you turn out to be this narcissist, you know, because mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're always this seven-year-old child locked in this male body, you know. And mm -hmm. you also come out with the same diagnosis if your parents just, like, showered you with too much stuff and too much affection and you were just spoiled rotten that mm -hmm. blows my mind yeah it's full yeah spoiled rotten be the same be, be the same type of narcissist it's just weird how that works you know what i mean because one of my uh one of my good friends like he he's like a, he's a narcissist you know I mean? he like literally came from nothing and yeah he got some money now you just he's gonna let you know he has money he's not gonna let you know he grew up poor and parents who own some other stuff you know he gonna let you know he got money now yeah, and he's emotionally disconnected from a lot of people. You know, he's just he's a wild he's a, he's a wild soul, and it's, it's like literally one of my best friends on the planet. You know. Yeah. Well, he, that's a, yeah. he's a nar he's a narcissist. So yeah. just reeling back in, throw him yeah. a video run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a hundred percent a narcissist. He's like, yeah, my wife's like, yeah, he's a narcissist. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> She's like, get me out of the room, please. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, she don't like being around him a lot. But I love being around him. You, know, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Like I said, likewise, I, I really appreciate, you know, you provide me the opportunity to come here and answer some questions for people and stuff like that. Because I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to spread the message that I love it. A, a lot of nurses are, are, are bad people, but not all of them, you know. And oh, if, you are, if you are a narcissist watching this, go, to, go get some help. That's it's fun. It, it's actually fun to to live in you know to live in reality and you know be honest. I mean, 
you gonna, you're, you're gonna be hated for being a narcissist regardless. Might be hated for being honest and try to, you know, have some fun with it. Like, hey, I'm a narcissist, guys. Hey, hands up, I'm a narcissist. A relationship. Yeah. Let's go to therapy, right? Don't you? Yeah. Know what you're you, I mean, I think if you're gonna be, if you are going to be in a relationship with a narcissist, you have to go to therapy. I mean, the narcissist has to go to therapy, and y'all had to go to couples counseling because, like, I say, therapy works on and helps the narcissist work on himself or herself. The you know, couples or, or marriage counseling helps you work on each other. Sure. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. So I, I think you have to do both. I don't fight. Like, that's just me. I mean, I, 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 we, I don't think we, we haven't done marriage counseling in a while, but we did do it, and it, it helped. You know. Well, I imagine it bring y'all both to the same level and expectations and things like that. Yeah, and, and that's and that's one hundred percent exactly what it did. You know. Yeah, I love it. If you enjoyed this conversation and are interested in becoming a sponsor, feel free to shoot me an email at townsendtmusic at hotmail.com or shoot me a message on any social media platform at townsendtmusic for more information. I would love for you to become a member to help spread awareness that you're not alone. If you're looking to buy or sell, I have the perfect realty company for you. Clark & Co. Realty is located in the Benton, Bryant, Arkansas area. And they understand that buying or selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience. That's why their team of highly seasoned real estate professionals is dedicated to providing exceptional, personalized services for all their clients. They truly take great pride in the relationships they build, and they always work relentlessly on the client's behalf to help them achieve their perfect real estate goals. They always have the client in mind, and I can speak firsthand when I say how reliable, trustworthy, and quick they were. When I was looking to buy my first home, they were there with me every step of the way, answering every question I could think of. They showed me a great amount of knowledge and patience through the process. It's no wonder they've won so many awards for their outstanding services and their excellent relationships with clients. So if you're looking to buy or sell, there is no better option than Clark & Co Realty.